Hello, all our fellow listeners, and welcome back to See It Through My Eyes. We hope that all of you have had a wonderful Thanksgiving and a very, very spendful Black Friday, as well as Cyber Monday. I'm back at it again with my two co-hosts, Richie and Ian. My name is Jesus. And well, I'd like to start this off by asking you two gentlemen, how you doing today? Hi. Hi. <laughs> you really have to start it like that. Very professional. Yes. <laughs> good to be back, man. It's been fucking three weeks since we haven't. Well, it's a good way to start the show. It's been like three weeks that we haven't uh, recorded, man. It's, 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 yeah, it's been a while. Good to be back, though. And you, Ian, how are you doing? I'm good. It's, it has been a while, but I mean, you know. All things considered, I mean, I'm glad to be back, and honestly, I hope everybody did have a good, happy beginning of the holiday season, I suppose. Mm. Oh, yeah. I had a good fat, a good fat day. Like, just eat, <laughs> eat, eat. Not that he needed excuses before, but digressing. The Park Island of Mexico. Oh, come on. Now, 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 enough, enough. Enough of that. We'll have plenty of that type of topic to yeah. talk about on this episode. As you're right, Mom. I, <laughs> hey. Oh my God. Anyways, we have an episode around racism today. Uh, I know our our listeners, as well as we, as well as ourselves, we've been putting a close ear and eyes towards the climate of the country, especially around these times. Oh my, these are very turbulent times to be alive. And uh, I do have a few questions for the both of you today. Uh, My first question being centered around the climate itself. What do you guys think about the climate these days around uh, racism? How do you guys want to go about this, like? Me than you or me, Ian than it was, me. And it was. It was. I. I told you earlier. It was. It was. Uh, I'm, I'm still groggy by my neck. Okay. Right. You guys are still it here, was, me, right? It was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just to let you guys know. Hopefully, we don't have any signal issues for this episode. But as you guys have noticed in the past, things can go unexpected real quickly. Also, we we want to give a moment of. <laughs> Silence to Ian's phone, who is dying, I, and this week might be its last week. He's and trying he to be funny, but Ian's it's phone. serious. I've had this phone for a long time, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, it, oh, boy. it means something. Somebody play, say something. <laughs> we need that playing in the background. With that girl, with that girl in that video who's talking. Okay, let's start. So, uh so who's gonna so go? Who, who go first, Richie, and then Ian, and then I'll share my thoughts. We'll keep it that rotation right. for this episode. <clears throat> All right. Uh, well, as many as like you said, as many of you guys know, like at least here in the U.S., the last year has you know it. There's has always been that the that high tension in this country with uh, when it comes to like race, you know. Um, in Chicago, you know, it's kind of, it's, I don't think it's as bad as like other cities or states around the country. Um, 
I I mean it's it's it it, it did get kind of heated up, you know, when the riots and the lootings was happening in the city, um, especially between you know Hispanics and Black communities, at least on, in certain parts of the city. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it was kind of just people on both sides that were kind of um, kind of you know adding fuel to the fire and you know either kind of in, in one way or another kind of just you know provoking and putting out the a fake image like oh you know all mexicans don't like blacks or you know blacks are you know coming to hurt mexicans and you know stupid shit like that it's like you know we weren't out there we've never been those types that you know attacking the others community so you know it's like if you know the fact that there's one or two relationships of between hispanics and Mex- and blacks that do get along and they're you know they're not out there attacking each other communities should be an example that we can get along we should be getting along we shouldn't be divided there's enough of that going around, going on you know but yeah that's my opinion on that ian your thoughts well i honestly feel the kind of climate in regards to just the you know dividing race is uh i know it got influenced by the uh previous election i know that uh you know the it went from you know red and uh what red and blue to like you know like right wing left wing and i mean when you mix all that together with you people's uh just some who already had a bias against race or they had their own kind of preferences about race, it kind of turned into the climate that we kind of are in now. But I'm with, uh, I'm with Ricardo and I'm uh, with you, Jesus, that, you know, it's not everybody that's out there who's honestly <coughs> acting recklessly with this whole, you know, uh, divide because it's, it's nothing new. This racial issue is, always been here from the past. I mean, if anything, it just kind of maybe got more intensified when people put their own laurels and stuff into it. But, I mean, this isn't no new thing for all of us. So, I mean, I do feel like I do kind of grieve for America. I grieve for the country as a whole. I grieve for the world as a whole. I know that this isn't anything new. All we need to do is kind of come up maybe with you know, we need to kind of push more solutions rather than just, uh, I don't know, just, uh, you, you just instantly get angry and act off of our impulses because, you know, just it's this color and it's that color. That's that's my take on it, honestly. Slow clap for the man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, why am I... <laughs> Sorry, this is just a random. But why? Why do I keep disappearing on the call? I'm still here. You're still you're still here, but I believe it's just kind of since you have headphones and stuff, it'll kind of cut you in and out. But you're still here. You're just unmuted sometimes. Okay, and uh, let's try to put the phone down when you're not when you're not talking, so no background noise gets picked up. Because yeah, remember this app kind of sensitive when it comes to yes. noise. So. So, as far as my opinion goes on all this, it's, as as Ian said before, you know, these issues were here prior. It's just now, at least in our generation, we're seeing the intensified versions of these issues rise up. Uh, among other things, I believe that the 
like besides the election, I believe the uh, past actions of a police officer have also intensified these issues, uh, causing a lot of uh, hostility between the two communities. And personally, I've always found it pretty funny that there have been issues between the two communities, considering that whatever is done to one community will eventually affect the other. And I, I just really do think that it's if there's any time for these two communities to come together, it would be now. Uh, you know, they change takes time, as everyone should know. But together, I think that real, actual change will be accomplished if we put our prides aside. <clears throat> so, I do have a few other, like, personal... They These questions get more in-depth into our own experiences as far as what we've faced with, uh, with racism and race itself. So, the next question I have is... Uh, it's kind of an opinion-based one. Uh, is racism inherited or is it learned? Um, I don't think it's inherited. <laughs> I don't think you could, you know, anyone's born racist or... Um, I think it's, it, it is kind of... I give an example, like uh, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. Even though I was born here in the states, you know, I'm a I'm a mm-hmm. citizen because my parents were Mexicans. You know, uh, it, it kind of got ingrained in me because I grew up in a Mexican community. Mm-hmm. Um, that I grew up more as a Mexican than a Mexican American or a Mer- American, mm-hmm. and it did kind of get ingrained in me. Like, you know, you got to be careful with the blacks. You got to be careful with the whites. You got to be careful with the Puerto Ricans. You got to be careful with the Chinese. And it was at one point it was like, damn, well, then who the hell can I trust? You know, um, if I got to be careful with everybody, you know, um, and I, I think it since little, you know, I think um, sometimes when parents, you know, oh, look at the Chinese, you know, they they're eating, I don't know, they're eating dogs and, and, and I don't know, rice and rice with dogs or whatever the mm-hmm. hell, you know, like, even if they're ju- just joking around, I think as a little kid, you do kind of start picking up that, you know, that's, it's just like, to you, it's funny. It's kind of like that inside joke, but it, you don't really see the the magnitude of, you know, how offensive it is towards, you know, a certain type of, com- uh, those certain mm-hmm. communities. Same thing with like, you know, blacks and Native Americans mm-hmm. and all that. Um, I've always talked about how, like, in I know for in our community that racism does exist because since uh, since little, I will always hear you know certain words like you know mayate or mm-hmm. indio, which you know refers to someone of darker skin, uh, someone who's black or African or Native Americans in Mexico. <clears throat> and I was always, and I'm a light skinned dude, you know, and I was hearing this shit coming from Mexican Americans who were darker mm-hmm. than me. You know, and I would all oh, look at the, you know, look at that Mayate, look at that Indio, you know, and I'm, you know, partial uh, Native American, I'm Mexican mm-hmm. indigenous, you know, and I mean, now I know that like that's a pretty offensive term. Same, same thing like, you know, Native Americans not like being called Indians mm-hmm. here. It, it, for whatever reason, at least I don't know, you know, because I, I, uh, 
I'm pretty sure that word is still kind of thrown around in Mexico and, and even here, like within uh, Mexican communities. And, you know, even some other slurs against black people, whites and Asians. Um, so I don't uh, to kind of go back to the original question. I don't think it's inherited. I do think it's it's taught. It's learned um, friends, family, you know, uh, parents. Mm -hmm you know, uh, whatever the hell type of media that you're, you know, you're kind of growing up with when it, you know, TV shows, especially, you know, cause, uh, like a lot of Spanish shows I, I will watch, I will get the impression that black people were a certain way, white people were a certain way. And it wasn't until I got out and I started meeting people of those communities that I was like, it was mm -hmm. all bullshit, you know? And I also see on the other hand, like I would see shows, that was like an all black cast or all white cast, you know, and obviously those shows were more directed towards people of not Hispanic communities that, you know, the stereotypic, you know, Mexicans, the stereotypic, you know, Asians, you know, and same thing, you know, it's like people of those communities might be looking or growing up with a certain image or thought of, you know, the, of a different community just because it's, it's, I don't know. I don't, uh, it, it's kind of, as a little kid, it's kind of hard if you're not exposed to those communities or at least positive interaction with people of those communities. It's kind of hard to think like, oh, they're not so different. You know, they're not that different from me. It's, it is kind of more just you're kind of in your own little world. Like, you know, they're different than I am and they're mm -hmm. fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. And your thoughts? Well, I can honestly say that one, uh, I don't think it's inherited. I, I'm definitely going to be with it, like with Ricardo. I don't believe it's inherited. I think what happens is because we grow up in our, you know, the first social group that we're thrown into is our family. I will stay, I'm staying on there for a reason because your family is where you get your first introductions into your culture first. And then, you know, within that, you know, you learn your culture, but. I mean, and that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. But at the same time, you're not getting kind of exposed to the cultures outside of your own because, you know, this is your family. This is your like first unit. You need to establish that first. And, you know, what it is about, um, at least like for me, being a uh, like black man, like what it is to be black, what it means to be African-American in this world. So like uh, experience wise, uh, back in my first grammar school, uh, there, it was predominantly black. It was uh, predominantly that I guess like the range of diversity was really, really low. I, I, there was only one Hispanic guy in the class. His name was Diego. His mom, she was uh, a part of the uh, custodial, uh, you know, uh, staff, and that was the only diverse, the only uh, sign of diversity that we had in that whole school. And no one really, you know, talked to him about it. No, like, no one really uh, engaged him about his uh, culture at all. They just, you know, they just knew that, you know, the rest of us are black. And then this guy, he's Hispanic. And his mom is Hispanic. And that's it. And then even further, they, we wouldn't even, like, kind of interact with his culture. We just, like, you know, when he would, when we see him playing basketball, one of the statements that would come up, oh, he plays like a black man. Like, yeah, he's black or like, you know, and we just try to associate him with us rather than trying to, you know, I guess, respect what his uh, kind of culture was. 
Like, I don't think it's, like I said, I don't mm. think uh, racism is inherited. I think it's just the issue is we're submerged into our own cultures that we do kind of forget that as we begin to get older and our social units begin to uh, expand, it means because it's going to be expanding, you are going to be dealing with other people from other cultures and other races. And with that does sometimes come some little form of ignorance because we didn't about you know what like hispanics that much or we didn't know that much about uh whites either or like just asians or the others like when you grow up in an area that's kind of predominantly your own race the only thing you kind of really do know is sometimes the stereotypes but mostly kind of just what makes that culture its culture i didn't start learning about you know races kind of outside of my own honestly until i had to transfer to school and what I thought was like the predominantly mm-hmm. black school, the whole dynamic. Cause then like the Hispanics, they mm-hmm. made up the majority of the uh, class uh, roster. And then my, and then my race was honestly like on like the second, if not third end on the low end. So it became totally different. And because mm-hmm. it became totally different, I had to wise up and I actually had to be more, I guess, open-minded. I had to begin to think things more like, okay, mm-hmm. this ain't just for me. This is for my race. Hmm. I love the the perspectives as you went from one perspective to to another. Like I, I appreciate that. And like it I, I agree with both of you that it is essentially learned through our family. I think one of the reasons why, at least in my opinion, is the Sorry, fact I that cut out there. <laughs> since oh, it's it's okay, it's okay. As we know before, we've been having some signal oh, yeah. issues. As as I was saying, uh, <clears throat> one of the reasons that at least I looked into was the fact that when to touch on the things that you said earlier about being in one community with your own like ethnicity. Uh, there comes a certain amount of like pride to that. So when you see someone that looks different from you, obviously people are going to get like curious and stuff like that. They might even like uh, have their own way of understanding it, in which cases uh, they might mock it. They might approach this person, you know, with hostility or without hostility. Hopefully it's without hostility. And thus, I, I think that that is the whole idea as to why someone might be either racist and or ignorant. Of course, you have people that are, are actually racist out there. Like, you know, you have like those uh, white supremacists and stuff like that. But yeah, just to tie it all together, I, I do agree with you guys. It, it is learned and, you know, we have to learn to be be better. Now... As far as what I have for the next question is, it involves a much more deeper dive into things. Uh, now, can you two tell me about any uh, personal experiences regarding discrimination within your cultures? Oh, boy. Ah. Oh, no. Fuck, I could be on this whole episode just of, of that. Um. Like I said, to mm-hmm. me, it's I've been just 
I've always said this. I've been discriminated. You can name a culture, and I'll tell you, I've been discriminated by them throughout my entire life. Um, mm-hmm. I I've been told to go back to China, Guatemala. <coughs> I got told to go back to Africa one time on the phone, and I sure what that was about. I've been told to go back to Italy. Mm-hmm. I've been told back everywhere except for my own damn city. Um, mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, it's it's uh like I said, uh I grew up in a you know Mexican household surrounded by nothing but Mexicans and Mexican Americans, Mexican culture, and the only white people we were interact we would interact with was you know teachers at school, which I think kind of gave that like you know uh they're superior to us so we can't trust them type of type of feeling, mm-hmm. um and the mm-hmm. uh, the well, only black interactions that I had when growing up were not good. It was with uh, people mm-hmm. coming into our neighborhood, you know, whether they were living there or visiting or coming just through and, you know, being told to, you know, oh, go back to your country, learn, you know, learn Spanish. I mean, learn English. They would have said learn Spanish. That would have been nice. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, just, you know, all learn just a bunch of racist shit. Um, you know, I, I, uh, me and Ian, we talked about it, you know, going to, to high school together. What, we were kind of in the midst of kind of a very high tensions between, you know, they call it the black versus brown tensions. Uh, and we went through that in school, you know. We had, uh, like, mm-hmm. black people talking shit to Mexicans, same thing, Mexicans talking shit to, to black people. Hell, we, we had, me and Ian, we and two other friends, we got uh, a... <laughs> We got harassed one time by a, a table full of black people. And I mean, it was three Mexicans and a black guy. And the person that they were harassing was the black guy. You'd think it would have been, you know, the Mexican. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, um, mm-hmm. even close friends of different cultures have made certain comments when they, they're pissed off. Like, you know, all oh, the Mexicans are being racist against blacks. And, you know, they start, oh, you know, we don't know. Cinco de Mayo, we don't even know Spanish. We don't celebrate that fucking culture. And I I would like to say I'm not perfect. I have, you know, said some few things. But I I feel like it's always been, you know, like, okay, I respect people's cultures, especially friends of different cultures, you know. Um, but it has always kind of seemed like, you know, people come in and they get a little bit too trusty. And just, oh, you know, Mexicans this, Mexican that. And it's like if it would, the tables are turned around, you know, it would not be seen as, oh, it's just a joke. It's it's life humor, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just been, uh, have, I have faced that a lot. Um, or even just, like, slight discrimination, um, like white people or sometimes even black people uh, trying to speak Spanish to me, you know, or mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, I don't know if, if they're if it if it's meant to be endearment and they're trying to be cultural, you know. But it kind of comes off as like mm-hmm. I look like a Mexican, so do you assume that I, I don't speak English? Or you know, mm-hmm. yeah, just because you're you know you're trying to speak Spanish to me and I don't know you, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna be like, oh hey, welcome to the to the family. You know, because, I mean, fuck, mm-hmm. we don't do that with our own people. Why the hell are we going to do that with, you know, people that that are from different cultures and just coming in, you know, kind of just, 
I, you know, me and Ian, we've talked about this, you know, like white people coming up to black people and, and being like, hey, what's up? And, and you listen to hip hop, right? You know, shit like that. So it's same thing. I feel like it, it's the same thing with uh, regardless of what culture or what community you go to. Guys out there mm-hmm. from different cultures, please don't go in thinking that you know that culture if you really don't have any past experience. Or even if you do, don't go, you know, like I've seen that. Like I've seen Mexicans go up to black people and be like, hey, what's up, my nigga? And it's like, dude, like you got to know, you got to build that trust. You got to build that relationship with people. So, you know, because black people, I'm pretty sure if someone comes up and, and calls you the N-word, you're, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. You know, same thing, like, you know, mm-hmm. a black person or a white person comes up to a Mexican and they're like, hey, what's up, my beaner? What's up, my wet bag? Like, we're not going to take that, you know, as, as like, so people out there, please get to know the person, get to know the com- uh, the culture. Don't assume because, yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not a good thing. And uh, you want to take the reins because I don't know what's going on with the. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I. Sure. I'm, I have no yeah, idea what guys, it, it keeps throwing me out and then back in and out and back in and out and back in. Like it's getting really annoying. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we might have to wrap it up uh, uh early show today. So I'll tell you what before we'll make you this we'll make this uh we'll make this a two parter, I guess. Uh let's just I mean we're close to ending. We got like what, two more questions? Yeah, pretty much. Ian, hurry up before you get. Okay. Uh, It's just, you know, my personal experience with discrimination. I mean, like, all I can tell you is just, you know, it's it's kind of the stuff that my mom kind of just warned me about, where it's just, you know, I was in the store one time just trying to, you know, shop, do my thing. Ladies following me. And, you know, the upside is she at least asked me, like, am I stealing stuff? I mean, I mean, courteous seems a little, you know, fruitless because I could have instantly lied. But even just the fact that she had to ask rather than, you know, just assume that I'm going to be a, you know, you know, I guess Patreon legally, you know, doing what I need to do rather than just trying to, you know, get what I need, like, you know, by the means of theft. Or even the time when I went up to uh, college to kind of register and the guy at the front desk, he kind of stopped me and he was asking me questions like, didn't you get kicked out? Like, I could have swore you got kicked out from this school because you like this, this and that. And I explained to him, I, I didn't do that. Like, I just started registering into the school. Like, I never attended this school before. So I don't know where these accusations are coming from. Like, it's just, I don't know. And see, the funny thing is, like, both of those instances, they were not, you know, oh, it was like, I, like you probably think it was a white person trying to, you know, oppress a like, black man. No, this happened within my own community. The lady that was following me in the store, she was black. And then security that stopped me from regist- trying to uh, register at the mm-hmm. school, he was black. And so I, it really highlighted that, you mm-hmm. know, just sometimes the world sees things, you know, black and white where they just think you know oh it's us against them like it's always just you know the man trying to put their you know keep us down and hold us back that's not necessarily true because the fact remains like Mm -hmm. those two instances were from my own culture my own people and yet and i feel behind it 
was they just either A was basing this off of assumption or maybe they just thought like sad to say, but maybe all black folk look the same. Either way it goes, it does express that discrimination mm-hmm. happened within a race rather than just like, you know, from like an opposing one. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, funny enough, not trying to, uh, you know, kind of mm-hmm. run off here, but funny enough, I've had very little issues of like race when it came to like me with, you know, those who are Caucasian and white and me with those who are Hispanic. Like, my relationships have really been like really well, honestly. I can I can say that. I can go on record and say that. It's just like when it's come to my own people, mm-hmm. hey, it's ironic that I've dis- experienced discrimination by their hand. You know, there will be, you know, the whole movement mm-hmm. of like it's whites versus blacks, everybody's against blacks, but I've I've been around it where I can say it's sometimes just blacks versus blacks. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I wanna say it's something actually, real quick to uh I don't want to. I I don't want this episode to be like a all black bashing uh, episode. This uh, what we're trying to get at is our experience here in this city. Like we're just talking about our you know our interactions with people here in the city. One, it's it has been mostly with blacks or Hispanics. There, you know, I've, mm-hmm. I've talked about. Uh, I I I grew up in the Pilsen neighborhood. And it was all Hispanic, a few Caucasians, few blacks, but not really that much. And now it's just, you know, it's a melting pot now. And I've always said that, you mm-hmm. know, now it kind of feels weird to even go back there because I moved out. And when I do go back there, it does kind of feel like there's segregation where, you know, and, and these are fucking hipsters, but it does kind of feel like mm-hmm. it's just they won't really talk to interact. Like, you know, these are the, the white hipsters won't really interact with you unless you're pretty much serving them food. And I'm not saying this, mm-hmm. this is all everyone. And, you know, this is, just, this is just my opinion, just my view on it. Cause the black people there they, in my neighborhood, they interact with us. You know, we have interactions with each other and I don't see that as a, uh, as a issue. And what I was, well, my original point being it's to us, the three of us, at least, uh, I feel we haven't had maybe because we haven't had that many interactions with Caucasians or whites in this city. But mm-hmm. the ones that have have been pretty positive at the most. But the, the usually what we see, the racial discriminations, it is from either the Hispanics against the blacks or Hispanics versus Hispanics. And black, like you mentioned, blacks versus blacks or Blacks versus Hispanics. Again, this is not speaking for the whole community. This is not speaking, you know, obviously there's racist people among every Back. racial group everywhere Back. in the world, right? Um, but yeah, I just wanted to point that this is not a, you know, all Black people in, in Chicago are racist. Like, no, there are beautiful, amazing, good people of every culture within this city. I don't want the, that image to be put out there that, you know, Black people here are, are bad or, you know, shit like that. Right. Or Hispanics right. either. Or white. But yeah. Mm. Jesus? You know, to go off on what both of you said, I, I myself have never had any bad interactions with anyone from, like, uh, outside of my own uh, ethnicity. I have had a few interactions within my own ethnicity. Uh, I can count one experience, especially when I went to Mexico. Uh, 
Now, this was very new to me, where apparently if you are from America and you go over there, they don't define you as fully Hispanic or fully Mexican. They define you as American Mexican or Mexican American. Yeah, or gringo. Like, yeah, like I heard like that thrown at me because they I guess they knew I was from America. And uh, I to also write off on what uh, Richie said earlier, I too get confused for being a different ethnicity than I am. It's mostly on the Asian side where I get told like, oh, are you Chinese? Are you Filipino? Um, rarely is it uh, Hispanic. And it's just like um, having those two experiences in mind, it's just like, you know, you're going to meet people who treat you all types of ways out there, no matter what their ethnicity is. And it's just like, you got to find your own way through it. It's like, uh, I know when I, going back to Mexico, uh, it was pretty funny, like seeing uh, someone, you know, basically talk shit to you in front of your face, but like in Spanish, but then surprise them as oh, you yeah. speak Spanish. And then to see their facial expression go from ha ha ha, like cocky person to like, oh shit, what did I do? It, it, is, it is the funniest shit ever. <laughs> So now to move on to the next question here. And this next question is, it's basically asking uh, interactions between yourself and other ethnicities. How have they been? <clears throat> um, like I said, at the beginning, well, at the beginning, <laughs> when I was growing up, I mean, at, uh, when I was younger, like I said, uh, with like Puerto Ricans, uh, my own first interaction, and honestly, my only interaction, actually, no, I had two interactions, was one with a teacher and the other was a cab driver that was friends with my dad. And he was a pretty cool Puerto Rican dude. Shout out to Mr. Junior, if you ever hear this. Um, <laughs> you're still alive. And another, I mean, even when like I mentioned like my, my interaction with black people or African-Americans, it wasn't positive when it came to people outside of school, especially younger folks. But I remember I had a mobility teacher who was an African American. He was a pretty dope dude. Like he was pretty cool, just chill and everything. And mm-hmm. you know, even like the the Caucasian white uh, teachers, they were pretty cool, pretty nice, always helpful. But again, it was because I grew up in that you know kind of that mindset, that machismo, that you know. It's us versus everyone else type of thing. But once I I got to high school, it I felt found a little bit of everything. You know, I found the good interactions with people outside of my community, and bad interactions and eh, interactions with people outside of my community. <clears throat> and even now, as an adult outside of high school, been out of high school for like eight years. I want to say seven. And mm-hmm. you know, I've interacted with people. I love meeting people from different countries and different cultures, countries and different cu- cultures. And um, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, it's been mixed, you know, I've gotten all, oh, you know, Mexicans are, you guys are like this or, Oh, you, you know, you're American, you know, how come you voted for Trump? You know, like, like if they mm-hmm. saw me voting, you know, but anyway, uh, and it's, it, it's been good and bad. You know, you, you, that's one thing that I keep reminding myself every time I get into the interaction with a new person of a different culture that 
not to go in with a past judgment, you know, because again, mm-hmm. it's, and even till this day, you know, a couple of years ago, I had a bad interaction with two more African-Americans in uh, my community. Again, in, the, mm-hmm. in my old neighborhood, you know, I was walking through and they were like, hey, look, a blind Mexican. And again, mm-hmm. it's like if it would have been the other way around, like, hey, look, it's a black penguin. You know, I'm pretty sure that would have not been too well. You know? mm-hmm. um, and again, and I had another interaction within my community, but I want to leave that for the for the last topic that we're going to talk about. Um, talk about a little bit more Mexican on Mexican discrimination and Mexican versus Mexican American discrimination. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, I my advice to everyone. Guys, there's good and bad people within every community, within every culture. And don't, please don't take just what you hear, what you see on TV, that that's how a whole community is like. Um, or the fact that cultural, you know, cultural traditions or, or details is how every person is because we're human beings at, at first. And, you know, our culture is just a part of us. It's our heritage, you know, um, but... Well, and what it's about like yours? what Ricky said. Just this, you know, when you think about people, like you're gonna get everything. You're gonna get the good, the bad, the fugly, and then it just plain unusual. And I can honestly say, for me, with interacting with other races, and then even interacting with my own, is like ultimately it's been positive. And I think the reason is because my focus is not based around color. It's not based around, you know, your skin color, your, like, that. Uh, my main focus when I'm interacting with just a person just on, like, standard level is, are you a decent person for me to interact with? Because it really doesn't matter whether you're, you know, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, like, just, it doesn't matter what race it is. If you honestly give me reasons to uh, doubt that I can befriend you and actually interact with you, no amount of color or lack thereof color is going to change that judgment. Like, I won't interact with you, and it won't be because of your color or your race. It's going to be because, you know, you have not proven to me, like, I don't see myself being friends with you. I don't see a reason for me to interact with you. And, um, you know, going with that judgment, I think that kind of helps me because, you know, I like I understand fully that you know the world is just you know a bag full of people, and you know colors, cultures, everything. That's what makes us very unique as like a species. So you know instead of trying to base my judgments off of like just the exterior, I'm looking for more like you know interior stuff. Like you know what makes me, what makes you appealing to me? What commonalities do we share? Do I honestly find you know a friendship here? And it is nerve-wracking because sometimes going outside of your own culture, it does mean that you have to, you know, deal with probably the stereotypes that you probably got subliminally put into you about certain cultures because you didn't know them. You didn't know them. You only heard about them from TV, stereotypes, and media. And, I mean, media is just made to make things more than they are. So when when I kind of started checking that at the door – and I just started looking at a person for them in that actual moment of just them being human. And then it's like, that's when it got easier. That's when I started filtering, like, who's okay for mm-hmm. me to be around and who's not okay. And it wasn't based around, you know, colors and race. It was based around, you know, 
character. It was based around, you know, the things that should be defining as a person. That's my take on it. Jesus. <laughs> so as far as as far as I go, I know I, I touched on it a little bit uh earlier with uh with how my interactions were as far as uh dealing with people with other who, who were of other ethnicities. And I, I just want to say that I, I do fully agree with Ian as far as like, you know, it's it's on a case to case basis with people. You know, you're going to have an interaction there, here. Some of them are going to be good. Some of them are going to be bad. It's just up to you as to how you handle it. And so now we move on to the final question. Uh, I know that I believe me and you, Ian, have touched on this earlier within the episode. So it is basically uh, describing... Uh, colorist experiences and what that means is uh hispanic on hispanic <clears throat> discrimination or black on black discrimination stuff like that so i don't know if you what if you guys would love to share richie i know you have an experience yeah. that you would like to share go ahead yeah it's my turn to slam my people now <clears throat> oh, um, no. yeah like you mentioned earlier you know the your experience of when you went to mexico and uh and kind of how mexicans tend to kind of look at Mexican-Americans as kind of like, you know, oh, you're you're a fucking gringo, you know, you're not really Mexican, you know, that type of shit. And it's it's like, I mean, I grew up with my my culture pretty close. You know, like I, like I mentioned earlier, I grew up thinking that I was Mexican first and American second, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I did, I have, I mean, granted, I think I went to Mexico when I was six and I was, I haven't been there in 20 years, so I can't remember mm-hmm. any type of discrimination over there. Um, but I have heard stories of like, you know, American, Mexican-Americans going to Mexico and kind of getting that treatment. Like, you know, you're not you're not fully Mexican. You're you're I don't know, I guess white or something, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it is kind of like you got money. You you know, you're, you know, you're English. You know, you're you think you're better than us, you know, shit like that. And it's like, you know, I'm pretty sure there's people like that. But now all of us are like that. And I have gotten that here within the, the city, kind of getting discriminated against uh, from Mexicans mostly um, against me. <laughs> that, you know, like I mentioned, like I, I do have a Asian, I, I got Asian blood in me and I do have like mm-hmm. that Asian look. And I have gotten like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, look at the, the little chinito, you know, look at the, the little Chinese kid. You know, are all, you know, talking about me in Spanish, like barely two feet away from me. And, you know, oh, are they born like that? You know, because of the cane. And it's like, you mm-hmm. know, I know Spanish, you know. And um, mm-hmm. and I've gotten that no matter where I've gone to, you know, like, oh, just talking about me. Um, like if I don't speak Spanish, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I've now... There's also kind of a positive spin to it too, because I, you know, an ex-girlfriend did this to me once when uh, we have first met, and um, actually it's been more than just her, multiple friends too, and uh, <laughs> ex-girlfriends who met me, like they're Hispanics who met me, and you know we're talking for a few weeks, and they're like, oh okay, you know, talking English everything, and then when I speak Spanish, they're like, what the hell, you speak Spanish? 
when I was like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Mexican, you know, I'm of, of a Mexican uh, uh, roots. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, damn, I didn't thought you you knew Spanish, you know, and it, it is kind of like, the hell did you thought I was? And I've gotten, you know, oh, I thought you were Chinese or Filipino or Puerto Rican or so, you know, Puerto Rican speak Spanish. Or um, mm. But going back, yeah, kind of wrapping it up. Yeah, I have faced that of uh, my own people talking shit about me in Spanish, literally a couple feet away from me. Um, mm-hmm. And it is kind of just, again, it's like whether you're from here or whether you're from over there or you're a resident or you're a citizen, it doesn't fucking make you any better and it doesn't make you any fucking less. You know, I'm proud of my fucking culture. There are certain things of my culture I'm not too proud of. Certain things like, you know, like I mentioned, the, the machismo, the, you know, certain stereotypes of other cultures and that kind of close-mindedness that sometimes a lot of Mexicans do have when it comes to mm-hmm. other people. You know, um, yeah, like I mentioned, you know, kind of the, the racism towards indigenous, our indigenous roots. You know, it's kind of like we're ashamed of, of where we come from. You know, and um, yeah, it's just like that. Like, it's a lot of things, like I, I mentioned, that I'm not too proud of, but I will never change my culture, my roots, my heritage. You know, I am proud that I'm a Mexican American. You know, I can't really say for the Filipino roots because I didn't grow up being Filipino or around that culture. But I, mm-hmm. I'm also proud that I got half, you know, Southeast Asian uh, blood in me. But yeah, my Mexican side, I'm always going to be proud. Orgullo Mexicano de la Raza. Do you have any particular like, thoughts that you would like to add? Just, you know, with every culture, is you're going to have, you know, the plus <laughs> and the minus. There's no escaping that. It doesn't matter what region of the globe you travel to. Like, every culture has its good and bad. And then, you know, I'm, I mean, all things considered, it's like, I love, I love my people. Like, you know, my black brothers and my black sisters, like, you know, you know, like, you know, all the, you know, good, bad and everything in the middle. Like, I wouldn't want to change my race. I wouldn't change my skin color for the world at all. Like, you know, like we are, we, we're strong people as every race. They are like, we're just strong humans in general. But I guess to stress on the whole little situation I know there was a phase where there was this uh it was it was a really stupid phase but it was a moment where uh just I don't I don't know who came up with the game but it was just like this uh brown paper bag test basically you know you just find like the common uh brown paper bag like you know you would probably take your lunch into and mm-hmm. they would hold it next to like you know someone who was well black or african american I should say to be more professional with it and depending on how light or dark you were compared to the bag, that was the whole, you know, now we know you're black. If you were like, you know, light equivalently to the bag, then, you know, you were, you know, light, you were black. Or, you know, if you were darker than the black, then, yeah, you were obviously black. But then if you were light skinned, whereas like, you know, like fairly white skinned, they would, you wouldn't identify as black. And that would be like, you know, it would be like little, I guess, fun to some people, I guess. But I never really found the entertainment mm-hmm. in that because it's just, you know, you can't measure. There's like, you know, we're built for more stuff than to be measured by some mere just, you know, bag. And even if it's not that, like, that's just like, you know, the little light humor. I know one thing that happens sometimes in my community is 
um, when there is a, an African-American, be they male or female, when they become successful, sometimes there's a bias against them from my own people because they feel, oh, you forgot about your roots now that you're all rich and successful. You don't remember, like, you know, the street life. You don't remember what it was like to struggle, to have, you know, uh, what, beans and bread for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all that. And the fact is, it's like they didn't forget their roots. They still have them. They did not leave. It's just they improved themselves. Like, you know, the achievements that they make is like, that's not something to feel like now I'm inferior because you went off to college and got yourself like higher degrees or you moved yourself up in the company to like, you know, an executive or a CEO. It's like you, there's nothing to feel inferior about to make it a race issue. It really isn't. It's like, that's probably your own personal bias and race has nothing to do with it. It's probably that you chose to stop progressing in life you chose to stop moving forward and trying to better yourself and then you see someone who is in your own race and they are doing like you know really successful and really remarkable stuff and you're trying to make it a race issue that of their uh of them excelling but the fact of the matter is it's not it's a you problem because you chose not to like you know move forward and unfortunately it's that little deception that sometimes hits my community hard where um, there's sometimes conversations that like, man, you don't want to, you don't need to go to college. All you need to do is just find yourself a good job and a good nine to five, put in your hours and you'll be happy. And, you know, that might work for some people, but to try to condemn that to everybody and then try to make it as if you're a black person, you'll take this route. That's unacceptable. I can't, I can't take that. Mm-hmm. I won't, I won't accept, uh, accept that. And I refuse to accept that. Yeah, Jesus. I know that from my end, uh, there's this one specific situation that stands out to me in my mind that I've seen before where you have a someone who's Hispanic and someone who, as uh, to Ian, to what Ian said, climbed up the ladder and had been successful. And it's like... Uh, they're like at first, you know, things are fine, but then it's like when com- when it comes to meeting other Hispanics, they might criticize those Hispanics for speaking Spanish in the U.S. And it's just like, why don't you know? They're like, oh, why don't you speak English? You know, and you know, it gets into this whole little like argument of like, oh, why don't they speak Spanish? Why did they forget their roots? And it's truly, it's it's very hard to to see someone like really forget like their roots and where they came from. There's also the situation of maybe they didn't grow up in the culture like that. So I, I, I could bring like, at least I could understand as to why things happen the way they do. Uh, as far as to uh, like, add on to anything else as to what I said, I do agree <laughs> with like uh everything that y'all said it's just like it just it just depends on a from person to person you know i too love my culture there are some aspects of the culture that i don't like as well uh some aspects that i do think need changing that machista one is one of them and overall i think we should just make progress to try and treat each other better uh less we have these issues continue well this is that was the last question for the episode 
Yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm going to do some few uh, announcements, I guess, if you want to call. First, sure. I want a, a message real quick, guys. Whether you're black, white, whether you're, you know, Hispanic, Asian, mixed, whether you're from here or not from here. Shout out to my boy Joel in Tanzania. We getting love from Tanzania, Africa, baby. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, it's. Guys, we, we, we need to better ourselves. As human beings, as individuals, we need to better ourselves. And this is for people on both ends who, you know, are attacking those who are trying to better themselves. That doesn't mean they're better than anyone else. And that also goes for that per, that, those people who think, you know, I'm better than my, than my own people. We're not better than anybody. You just, that's not the purpose. Of it. It's climbing the ladder for yourself. You know, to be a better, to better yourself, because at the end of the day, that's all what really matters. Mm-hmm. And we do need to be proud of our roots. You know, I, however, we need to also move on and make progress. We can't just stay in that box for the in our entire lives and not want to interact with people outside of our communities, or you know, take one bad experience with a certain community or a certain culture and generalize that and that that's going to be everyone in that culture. We have to be respectful. We have to try to be open. We have to get out there because there's beauty within people, within communities of different cultures, outside of our own, just like how we're proud and we're, we're happy and we love our culture. There's, there's that in everywhere you go. And then to me, ignorance is a lack of knowledge, a lack of experience, a lack of open-mindedness. You know, and that could be clear. That could be clear. Like, you can just go and meet somebody, but you have to be open about it. Mm-hmm. But if you stick to your races, you know, because that's where it becomes racist. If you're the one deciding to be that, and believe me, there, I know there's a lot of arguments that minorities apparently can be racist. No, the we can't. Because there's racism. You know, we, we need to seriously cut that bullshit out. Mm-hmm. We need to stop being, you know, for, for people out there, because this whole year, I've just heard that shit. And it breaks my heart to hear black people talking about, oh, you know, Mexicans don't like us. Here Mexicans, oh, you know, black people out of our neighborhood. One, let's not, let's not forget our fucking roots. We're not. We all came from different parts of the world. So this is not our fucking land. You get me? And at the end of the day, we're all human beings, people. You know, so this whole you know, this whole bullshit of, oh, it's us versus them is fucking ridiculous. Because you know what? Sometimes, like we've talked about today, there's people within our own communities trying to sabotage and go against ourselves, us. So let's not think that, you know, let's not keep this same mindset that it's us versus them. Let's come together because there's so much division within our world already. There's so much division within our community, within our culture, within our society, within our fucking country. We don't need this bullshit, especially as minorities. Now, yes, I'm, I'm also bringing in the, you know, white people. We, there's issues that need to be solved on both ends. But I'm talking for, for all the minorities. We need to stop this division, this black versus brown bullshit, this them versus us bullshit. We need to stop. Because they, this is the way that, you know, we're going to be defeated. This is the way that we're never going to move on. We're never going to move up. And we need, we need to stop that. The fact is proven that we got two Hispanics, now granted we're related, but you got two Hispanics and an African-American doing a podcast. And we've had this friendship for years. And we've proven that. 
that we can get along, that we can enjoy and, and learn from each other's cultures. Every, you know, as long as we're open and respectful and we appreciate each other's culture. People, please, we, we got to stop this. We, it needs to stop. This year has been just fucked up and it's been horrible in, in regards to racism and racial tensions. It needs to fucking stop. You know, and if you're choosing to be close-minded, fine. But don't drag the whole community down with you. And if you're out there kind of in the middle of all that, please don't be stupid and, and follow these re- these I'm about to say something. Oh, <laughs> these no. people. Oh no. <laughs> fuck them, man. If they want to be racist, then let them be racist. But let them if they want to segregate themselves, fine. I'm all about freedom of speech. I'm all about freedom of making your own decision who you want to be around and who you don't. And this is again, this is for anyone of any culture, of any any community. If you want to be like that and you want to discriminate against someone else, okay then, stick in your side. Everyone else, let's be diverse. Let's enjoy each other, man. Because we're like I said, there's beauty within every every culture, and we need to enjoy and we need to come together. That's the fucking purpose. We're strong. I I do want to kind of add to that. Is you know, in my kind of you know beliefs, like I've mentioned this before, is like if you know if God or a sovereign being if he is the one who, you know, intricately, uh, intricately create the universe and all these different variances to make things the way they are, that way we can live here, then trying to make people to be only one particular color, one particular race, one particular culture, that's pretty simple if he wanted to do that. But, but he didn't, though. If anything, like my just belief on it is like, God strategically, he did create one race, the human race. And he brilliantly did so just by making them different skin colors, different cultures, different, uh, you know, different experiences, different stuff to bring to the table. Because in all honesty, there's things in my culture as a black man. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm proud. We've achieved a lot and we still and we're going to be achieving things, you know, probably until like, you know, as to infinity and beyond or whatever. But there is stuff that I, I'll never know because I'm a black man. Because that's the case, there's other cultures out there that can fill in those gaps. The Hispanic communities, they've made, like, you know, achievements and, you know, like, uh, like you know, new, I guess, you know, progresses, like, over the years also. People who are white, Asian, everybody. It's just, you know, my belief is, like, God strategically made all of us one race, and that is human. And he did so with, you know, different, you know, colors and everything solely because we're run race. They can't honestly relate to that. There's another one that can. And if we are willing, if we are open minded and we're willing to hear like the ear of wisdom from different people, from different perspectives, from different stories, there may like we're going to find that, you know, there like we have things in common. There are universal truths that bind us together. But the only way we're going to find those truths out is when we do stop with the whole, I'm different, like, I want to be different. This is what makes me different. When we get past all that division for the sake of, I want to look unique, I want to stand out, or mine's is better than yours. When we get past that, you will find that the destiny just for humanity is literally just, it's literally in everybody black, Hispanic, white, native whatever, Asian, everybody. Like, we're one race. We're humans. And we all have one destiny. It just comes in different variations. But it's still one destiny nonetheless. I don't know what that is, but 
the only way we're going to find that out is if we do this thing together. That's all I wanted to say. Different shades, different languages, differences, but yeah. there's a lot of similarities and a lot of beauty people. And getting to the announcements, I mean, I'm, I'm, I really wanted to talk about this, uh, this topic today, and I'm glad we were able to get in different uh, perspectives on, on all three ends. Um, again, is just this has been going on when, since we've been born and before we were been born, and it's gonna unfortunately it's gonna happen because that's how humans are. Even after I'm where I'm dead, I'm pretty sure after you guys are dead, too. you know. But I'm hoping, guys, that our message could get to some people out there who are kind of in the middle or who have you know felt discrimination or who you know feel some type of way. Hopefully, you guys can see a different uh, see things differently. Again, this is not to spread hate. This is not to go against anyone. And this is not to bash anyone. Like I said, there's good and bad within everyone. So, yeah, keep that in mind. And I just wanted to run down before Jesus wraps up the show. Random two announcements that we have. One uh, kind of, what to call it? Uh, I tend to forget it. One, um, one to, uh, I wanted to touch on. Um, so, the last, this week, we were supposed to do an interview, and also we were supposed to do an interview the uh, week before Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, both uh, our interviewees were not able to make it. Um, this For this week, we were going to have our friend Jose. Unfortunately, him and his uh, partner, they have uh, COVID. So please, Jose, hopefully you, if you're hearing this, hopefully you're, you're safe. Please keep him and his family and everyone else who's going through this rough time with uh, COVID in, in your prayers, please. And uh, last last announcement, it w- for next week um, and for the next, what is it, the next two episodes, we will be just the three of us um, for the rest of the year. It will be just the three of us and for the foreseeable future. But for the next two episodes, we the next episode will be touching on Mental health. Oh, yeah. Um, and again, this is not going to be us coming on and talking about Sue, Doctor, you know, whoever was, said this. This is just going to be our experiences dealing with our own mental health. And again, um, and just because we've talked about it off the show, I know our experiences are, are very different, um, whether it's clinical or just, you know, self-esteem or confidence or just not being a big thing. So. Yeah, um, yeah. Tune in for that, and also just wanted to please check out Rope to Rope. Me and Jesus usually do that, talking about wrestling, and check out Let's Nerd Out, talking, uh, doing reviews. Jesus, um, take us home. And yeah. Well then, we appreciate our listeners for staying tuned in to the episode. It's good to be back after our little mini hiatus. And we hope to bring you all uh, continuous episodes, especially with these last two episodes for the year. We hope that all of you stay safe, stay healthy, stay well fed. And well, we'll see you again next time.